Well, hello, adventurers. Thanks for listening to The First Watch. The audio for this podcast is taken from our web show, so if you want the full visual experience with battle maps, our beautiful players' faces, and me making some, eh, questionable monster grimaces, you can find all the episodes on our YouTube channel via the link in the show notes. But we're so glad you're here and listening, and hope you enjoy the story. Now, on to the adventure. It is a sunny day. The birds are singing. The sky is blue. Only a few white fluffy clouds break up the sky. The temperature is moderate. There's a, there's a light breeze that's coming through the grass, um, through the rolling hillsides. By almost anyone's objective standards, today is a beautiful day in the kingdom of Alsan. Gamorg, you are riding in a cart next to a small halfling man that you have met a couple days before. You're on the job currently, escorting a shipment of goods from the coastal city of Floros through into the province of Quinth to the town of Drewcaster. You don't know what you're transporting. That's not your business. You're there to provide the muscle. You are not driving the cart. The cart is being driven by the, the halfling who sits at your side, who you met just a couple days before and introduced himself only as Cricket. He has proven to be a uh, pleasant enough traveling companion, although perhaps not as talkative as you would have liked, um, as you do enjoy some banter. It's been two days of travel so far, and you are expecting to make your way to Drewcaster here in the evening. The day is ahead of you, and Gamorg. What would you like to do with your day of travel? Got a knife. I'm just kind of whittling a little piece of wood and enjoying enjoying the scenery and the blue sky and everything. Yeah. Every once in a while, Cricket kind of gives a little eye over to you. Finally, he's kind of like, what you, uh, so what are you working on? Oh, this. Uh, well, it's, uh, it was going to be a, uh, an elephant, but it's really skinny. So I don't think I'm going to do an elephant. Uh, I'm thinking maybe like uh, a fish. Uh, so if I can, if I can carve this part out right here, uh, it'll look kind of like a fin, and and then I can put some gills on it, you know. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. All right, gives the the horses another another giddy up uh, with the reins, um, whacking lurches a little bit as he does so. Um, again, friendly, but the conversations tend to die off pretty quick with Cricket. As I'm whittling, I'm just kind of like glancing up around the the uh, the landscape just to make sure that nothing seems out of place. Sounds good. Go ahead and roll a perception check for me. Perception. Not very high. Let's see here. Perception. Uh, that's a five. A five. Okay. So this evolution of elephant to fish in your uh in your wood carving is is very consuming and uh unfortunately takes your attention perhaps more than it should have um in fact at one point um you hear cricket be like good day and you look up and realize you're passing um some travelers on the road uh coming the other direction and you hadn't even realized it um you get the idea that you might want to be a little more vigilant as you as you go along I uh, I look up when I hear that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I definitely, I saw that. Yeah, yep. Uh-huh. Keeping an eye out. Sure you did. Just have the bigger knife ready if something were to happen. Oh, no, don't worry. It's ready. All right. 
the, most of the day passes um, without any real incident. You do pass a couple other travelers along the road, and, and the weather itself remains nice. The road, while not one of the newer um, kind of constructed roads that the kingdom has said to have been working on, it's, it's a, it's a well-worn path um, that provides easy enough passage. Um, you break for lunch, let the horses get rest and feed, um, have some food yourself, uh, and then unless there's anything you'd like to be doing during lunchtime, you continue along your way. I think I just uh, hang out with with uh, Cricket and try to make some conversation. Okay. Just for the fun of it, go ahead and roll a just a straight charisma check for me. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, let's get all these low rolls out of the way now. <laughs> Charisma would be, that's a five. <laughs> a five again, okay. There's a lot of talking, uh, but it's very one-sided. As you go off into random conversation about this and that, um, trying to be friendly, probably coming off as a little bit more of a jabber jaw than you would have liked. <laughs> um, and Cricket gives some very, you know, just obligatory like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, type answers to you, <laughs> so. Classic Cricket. Classic Cricket. The rest of your afternoon goes by. It's beginning to get dusk and Cricket is starting to get a little more talkative as you begin to talk about the fact that you are coming up on Drewcaster um, and, you know, what tavern might you stay at that night? And, you know, what you know, do you have plans for the next day? And so some, some general banter and conversation has begun. Are you still keeping a wary eye out? Yes. Okay, I will say at this point, go ahead and make another perception check for me. Okay. Jeez, that's a three. You're going along and having conversation and you do, as, as the sun is starting to get low and it's starting to get that, that kind of magic hour, not quite to the point where you feel like you need to light a torch or something like that yet, but we're getting there. You do crest a hill and do see just the, the little pinpoints of roofs and, and uh, little lights from, from the town of Drewcaster. Um, and you're, you're within, within 30 minutes now. Of, of reaching the town proper. What is your armor class? It is 13. A 13, okay. You are going along and there's all of a sudden a very sharp pain in your right shoulder. And you suffer four points of piercing damage. And it's, it's almost that thing where you like, you feel something twinge you and you're like, what the, like did a bug or what? Yeah. And you look and there is an arrow that is sticking out of your shoulder. I'm gonna look and see if I can see anything in the direction it came from. Okay, make a perception check for me. That would be 12. A 12, all right. You look and you do not see anything. What, whoever shot this arrow at you They've been able to duck out of the way and hide. Cricket notices this as well, and he immediately springs into action. He begins whipping the horses and driving the cart forward faster, um, and he yells out to you, are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I like break the, the arrow off so it's not sticking out. You do begin to see little pops of movement. There's a couple coming from one side of you and a couple coming from the other, and it's, it's hard to see anything other than little silhouettes, but you hear little pops of movement, and then you hear, the whistle of arrows that are continuing to spring towards you. So, uh, you get stuck with a second arrow, which deals six points of piercing damage, and Cricket, let's see here, Cricket gets hit as well, uh, and he takes seven. I'm gonna grab one of my hand axe, hand axes, okay, and just see if there's anybody that's like close enough that I could throw it. There are one or two of these assailants who would be within the long range of it, so you'd roll a disadvantage. Yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and attack one of them. Okay, so disadvantage on that strike. That's uh, not gonna be. Nope. Uh, the worst was a natural one. So. Okay, nope, that does not hit. So you throw the axe and it just, and you don't even see where it lands. It everything's moving too fast. The cart's going. Okay. Um, I think at this point I am gonna jump down. Okay. Um, go ahead and make an acrobatics or athletics check to leap off the cart and maintain your footing. Natural 20. Natural 20. Boom! You, three-point landing, superhero style. 
double-bladed scimitar in hand uh, land, and you do not even lose any movement. You are, at this point, I'm going to say about 50 feet away from the closest shape that is that is knocking another arrow for you. The wagon is moving away from you. Cricket has did not stop when you jumped off. Uh, what would okay. you like to do? I'm going to I'm gonna run uh, my movements. It's only 20. No, no, no. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Sorry. Uh, it is 30 feet. So yep. I'm going to... Um, I'm gonna run as far as I can. Popping up over a, a, a small boulder from the side of the road, you see the green twisted features of a small goblin that is pulling another arrow back and getting ready to fire in your direction. I think I'm gonna go ahead and dash. Okay. Uh, so that I can at least get in, uh, so he would uh, not be able to hit me very well for, with a bow and arrow. Yeah, so you can dash all the way up to melee range with him. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, he's going to attempt to still fire off that arrow. He was already knocking it, but it will be a disadvantage. Uh, that is, however, an 18 to hit. So the arrow kind of comes out um, and still sticks you right in the leg. You take seven points of piercing damage. And two more arrows come flying at you from other goblins that were hidden in different spots. Uh, the first one misses with a seven. Uh, the next one, I believe, hits with a 20. Uh, but only a one on damage, so three more points of piercing damage as another arrow sticks you in the side and you are now being okay. pincushioned by these goblins. You look, as as they shoot you, you do look and all of them are within like 20 feet of you. There's one that's a little bit past you, hidden behind another rock, and then one opposite side of the road. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and swipe at the guy with my uh, scimitar. Okay. That is a 20 to hit. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, that's six points of slashing damage. Okay. Boom, boom. Two cuts go into him from your double-bladed scimitar. It almost drops him. This, this goblin is now, like, one arm is almost, like, completely useless at this point. It's staggering back bloodied. I think I'm going to go ahead and do my action surge, because... If I get hit three times again, that's not going to be good. Um, so action surge, I'm going to go ahead and hit him again. There you go. Ah, another 20 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. And that will be uh, eight points of slashing damage. All right. With that, you cleave into the goblin with the other side of your blade and drop that one while the other two begin knocking their second arrows ready for you. Do I have any movement? That you I do. You haven't taken any yet, so you can move okay. up into range with one of them. Yeah, I'm going to go to me melee range with the closest one. Okay, so. so that would be the one that's on this side of the road, but just like another 10 feet past. He'll see you coming. He'll pull his scimitar instead of his bow. A 14, does that hit? That hits. That does hit. Okay, so you take six points of slashing damage. And then the one with the short bow, uh, can you roll a perception check for me real quick? Uh, 16. Okay. He ducks behind something and you don't quite see where he goes. And all of a sudden an arrow comes flying out of somewhere. Um, that is with advantage from hiding a 21 to hit. That hits. So you take five more points of piercing damage. I'm gonna go ahead and, and attack the one that I'm standing next to. Okay. That's a uh, 21 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Come on, damage. Give me something better this time. All right. Uh, that's nine points of slashing damage. Nine. Boom. You take the head clean off with one strike. Um, even as you're turning to look at the other one, uh, you just use that momentum to, to decapitate the first goblin, and he is gone. Sweet. And then I can get over to the other one? Uh, yeah, he's within 20 feet, um, so, you know, with your 30 feet of movement, for sure, you can get there. Uh, so I'm gonna run to that guy, and then I'm gonna use my second wind. I hate to burn up all these things, but, um, okay. so I can get some, uh, health back. Okay, so that's 1d10, I believe, plus your, plus your level? 1d10 plus 4, yeah. So that's 10 points of damage. Nice! Or, uh, of HP back. Alright, so you... <laughs> Psych yourself up and get that second wind. He will pull his sword as he sees you approaching and take a swipe at you with his scimitar. That is a 13 to hit. 
I'm 13. My armor class is 13. So it just so. hits. Yep. So you take four points of slashing damage uh, from his scimitars. You run up, and he, he kind of sneakily pulls it out at the last second and catches you across the midsection. Um, he is then going to take the disengage action uh, with his bonus action. He moves a full 30 feet away from you in a, d a direction, interestingly enough, towards the town. Okay. Um, I'm going to let him go, and I'm going to run back towards the wagon. Yeah, and then I'm going to dash, too, so I can just get as far as I possibly can. I would say at this point, in a foot race, it would be pretty much even. Um, he's not going to try and pull a bow and shoot that while he's running. Um, and he's kind of careening off another direction anyway, um, and eventually you actually just lose him. You run for about a minute, and you come up over another one of these little rolling hills, and you see pulled off to the side of the trail just a little bit um, is the cart. Um, Cricket is sitting in it. He has a short, he has a small crossbow kind of crooked up into his arm. And as he sees you come up over the top, he almost looses a bolt at you, um, but kind of realizes who it is at the last minute. You're a little taller than some of these goblins uh, that have been attacking. Uh, but it seems as if he's actually decided to wait for you. If I run up to him and all right. uh, hop up on the, the wagon again. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm I'm pretty pretty beat up, but uh, I I killed two of them and one of them ran away. I don't know where those guys came from. How beat up are you? Uh, I'm pretty hurt. Okay. He reaches into a, a little pack that he's got on his side and he pulls out this little glass vial um, with this red familiar liquid to it. Um, it's not something you see often, but he shoves it into your hands like drink this, um, and that is a potion of healing. That is. Not that much, but I'll take it. All right. Some of it spills Five. as you go to, to chug it, um, and you don't get the full effect. All right. So Cricket kind of stows the, the crossbow away um, and gets the horses moving again. Um, did you see any more of them? I didn't see any more. No, just the one that ran off. Can you see what's going on up there? And he kind of gestures towards the town. Can I see anything? Roll a perception check. Not that again. It's another five. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You see, you can't make out any specific details. You are beginning to hear commotion, very faint commotion. Um, and if you look really hard, you see some, some quick moving figures, maybe people running. Hard to tell at this distance. I can't make it out, but maybe we should, maybe we should head that way and just see what's going on. If we head that way, are we not... And there is trouble. Are we not going to get right in the middle of it? Well, if we could get a little closer, maybe we could figure it out. Very well. He continues on down the trail. As we're moving a little a little bit more, I'm like, hey, uh, you don't have any more of those little potions, do you? No, that was the, that was the only one I had. All right. What's the play here? I think maybe we should take the wagon just just slightly off the road a little bit so we're not just coming right up through the the middle of the town um just so i can kind of we can kind of get closer and and see make sure there's nothing crazy that we're riding into here do you think it's possible for the wagon i think as long as we don't get too far off the road we should be okay cricket pulls the reins and leads you off to the right side a little bit begins to take you off the beaten trail and Im almost immediately it is a much rougher slower journey i would like you to roll a perception check with disadvantage please okay that's not good okay not too bad uh 14 14 okay you're going along for a ways and you do manage to get yourself you know off into a, a bit of a wide swing um and are starting to go up a little bit. Again, not a crazy amount, but you know, after about five, 10 minutes of travel, you know, that what was becoming an eye level look at the town is now becoming looking down on the town just a little bit. Um, with a 14, you do all of a sudden hear a, a, a very slight cracking of wood sound. Okay, uh, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I think I heard a little bit of a crack. Um. And I, I'm going to jump down and check the wheels. Okay. You inspect the wheel, and you do notice that on the front right wheel, this, this you know hilly terrain has caused an ever-so-slight crack in the wheel to begin. Okay. Um, 
So here's the deal. I think off-road is not a good idea, after all. Um, maybe we should get back on the road. I feel better knowing what's going on down in the town. That's true. Uh, do we have, like, from this vantage point, do we have a little bit better view of what's going on? Roll perception check. That's <laughs> unbelievable. What'd Three. you get? Three? Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, from where you're at, um, you look, and you just you can't really get a good vision. Um, Cricket is going to kind of pop up and, and look around as well. Um, well, <laughs> he rolls a natural 20. So, Sweet. so you're, he has all your luck right now. Um, <laughs> he looks, he kind of stands up on the cart and gets a, you know, like literally that extra six inches of vantage point. Um, and then all of a sudden grabs your shoulder and because up, up, take a look. Can I see anything? So you pop up onto the cart and his, with okay. his, his little halfling hand, he kind of points out and you look and you, those bits of movement, you're, you're now close, a little bit closer to the town and you see running figures and you see kind of looking through an alleyway. Again, pretty good distance from the town, but looking through an alleyway backlit by torchlight, you see a woman running and then turn and stop and put her hands up. And then all of a sudden, a large shape comes barreling through, a humanoid shape with some sort of big club and just takes her out. And you begin to hear, now that you're kind of focused and listening, you're hearing more screams and cries and yells. As you spend time now looking and kind of assessing the situation, you see more of these large shapes. You see smaller shapes, more goblins. It looks as if the town is under attack. Well, this is not good. What do we do? Where are we taking this in the town? Do you know? Uh, the, the, the town master we're supposed to d deliver it to. It's in the center of town. Hmm. Well, I wonder if I should go in by myself and figure out where that is and see if they, and let them know that we're here. Do they still want this even though the town is under attack or? If you leave the cart, what's to say some of those goblins aren't going to find me and cut me to pieces? That's true. I think we're just gonna have to ride in. Into the middle of town? In the middle of an attack? I don't know what else to do. I mean, we can wait. We can wait out here. And watch these people be slaughtered? It's it, There are no good options right now. There really aren't. Um... As you sit there pondering your decision, you look down that same alley, you watch another man, this one, you know, holding some sort of pickaxe uh, in defense, get swarmed by like four goblins and just cut down in front of you. Roll a, um, roll a stealth check for me. Okay. Uh, 19. A 19. As you're standing there watching, you feel like you're being quiet and hidden. And then all of a sudden you hear a snap of a twig from right behind you. Can I see anything? Uh, you whip around into the face of two goblins that have been sneaking through the woods and with a natural 20 against your 19 uh, spotted you. He comes at you with a scimitar. Okay. Uh, but that is a natural two, so he misses. So uh, despite him getting the drop on you, you parry that first, um, that first strike out of the way. The second goblin comes in towards Cricket um, and he hits with a 14 and does four points of damage and cuts Cricket um, across the back as he's trying to get down and get into a defensive uh, stance. I'm gonna use Fighting Spirit. Okay. Uh, so I'll get five temporary hit points. Yes. And then um, I get advantage on attacks. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the one that, that attacked me. Okay. And that is a natural one. Oof. So that's... But you have advantage advantage on this one so i've got that that's a uh, that's a 21 21 hits go ahead and roll damage all right uh 10 points of slashing damage you swirl your double-bladed scimitar and cut into him twice uh with it um and take that goblin right out okay and then i'm gonna uh use my movement to get to the next one and maybe like flank 
Cricket. Okay, yeah. So you'll get into flanking position, um, which will then give Cricket advantage um, as Cricket pulls a short sword. Um, and he hits with a natural 20 with advantage. Rolled a 13, then a 20. So nice work there. Um, and that's going to be... Yep, that's enough. You come up behind the goblin and distract it, and as it kind of turns to like get in a bead on where you are, Cricket drives his short sword through the goblin's chest, and there's just a gurgle of blood um, as the goblin just falls over dead. The longer we sit here, we're gonna get attacked, so I think we, I, I don't know what do else we, to do. Do we risk this. taking the cart around, or do we take it through the town? We're gonna have to go through the town. The, the, this rough terrain is gonna, it's gonna mess up the wheels, so. Get in. Yeah, so let's get back on the road and head into town, I guess. All right. The wheel is already cracking. So to get back there, Cricket's going to make um, a check. Okay. You begin to turn the cart around and, and drive it back. About halfway back to the road, all of a sudden you hear... And there's a huge thud, and that broken wheel breaks all the way. Okay. And there's such a jerk that the both of you get lurched. Um, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, seven. Seven. So both you and Cricket go flying off of the um, off of the cart. You're able to catch yourself on the horses and 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 everything um, and not take any damage on your way down, um, but you actually both get jettisoned um, off the front of the cart. So once we kind of get back on our feet, I'm like. Do we have any other wheels? There's no other wheels, but help me cut the horses loose. And he pulls a dagger and okay. begins to cut the, the bridle and everything off. Yeah, I, I'm gonna help him do that. Okay. He cuts the horses loose and kind of gets them running off. He turns towards you and begins to speak. And all of a sudden an arrow comes whizzing by his head. It doesn't hit him, it misses but it comes whizzing by his head back from that same direction where you had been previously attacked from behind. And he's like, run! And begins to, to tear off down towards the town. Can I see where the arrow came from? You see it was the direction that you were. Um, are you trying to perceive the actual enemy? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Just to, to see if there's like more than one. Or... Yep, so instead of dashing, I'll say that you, you can run, but you use your action to, to stop and look real quick. Okay. Um, if you do decide to run. So go ahead and roll a perception check. Uh, 16. You see one, two, three, four goblins coming out of the woods, and behind them, a larger figure, taller than most men, hulking, hairy, carrying a large club with him as he walks up behind these goblins. Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna follow uh, Cricket. Okay. Gonna you, turn, you turn and run. The both of you bolt down towards the town as arrows continue to. <laughs> get down to the town level and at this point between what you had already backtracked and this dead sprint that you've made you actually find yourself plastered against one of the outside um, buildings of the town there is commotion going on inside there are screams and cries and you know loud battle roars from from goblins and some deeper battle roars from creatures that you're not quite sure what they might be yet as you haven't seen them well enough I'm gonna like turn to Cricket. Do you think we should find the the guy we're we're taking this stuff to? We, or? Do. we need to. We need to. Okay. I need to at least make it to him. Okay. Well, let's go. And I I start to like carefully like you know as I'm coming around the corner, just making sure I'm not walking into you know a goblin or something. Yeah. I will say go ahead and roll a stealth check. Cricket's gonna okay. roll one as well. Okay. Uh, five. Okay. All right. You begin to peek around corners. You literally almost come face to face with a goblin as you peek around the first corner. It is looking another direction and you hit its peripheral and you pull back just in time um, and you hear something like, <clears throat> and then all of a sudden you see coming around. So you're at the corner of a building and you see a shadow starting to curl its way back around the corner that you were behind. Like it's like coming right around the corner towards you. I'm just gonna be ready to like slam my scimitar into whatever comes around the corner. Okay, so as this figure comes around the corner, being careful but not quite seeing you yet, I'm gonna give you sneak attack on this or, or okay. advantage for it. So go ahead and roll an attack with advantage. 
Uh, that'll be 20 to hit. 20 hits, go ahead and roll damage. Uh, six points of slashing damage. Boom, you cut deep into it. It falls down to one knee, this goblin does, and then like looks up at you and like, <laughs> begins to pull a dagger to come up back at you. Um, Cricket steps right in, and again, short sword right through the face um, and takes the goblin out. You, you grab the body and pull it into the shadows and you feel as if, after a moment, no one quite saw you yet. Okay. I'm gonna try to creep around the corner again. Okay, make another stealth check. A uh, 10. A 10, okay. Cricket gets an 11. Um, let's roll perception for the goblins, shall we? Okay. You begin to creep your way through, building to building. Cricket kind of points out, we need to get down there in the center of town. And you do, you know, kind of look, and it's it like many of the small towns, there's a lot of buildings on the outskirts, and then there's kind of like a communal circular area in the middle, where a lot of times there's a market, and most of the large buildings, you know, the, the staples of the town, are going to be there in the center, and that's where he's pointing to. You begin to make your way building to building, you don't think you've been spotted, until all of a sudden you hear a <laughs> behind you and turn as another goblin is coming out um, from a corner that you passed by and didn't see him there out of your peripheral. Um, and he makes an attack against you. Uh, that is a 12 to hit? Uh, that does not hit. Okay, so you parry the first uh, strike and then you get a strike back at him. Okay. And that's a 23. That hits, roll damage. Um, that'll be eight points of slashing damage. Boom, this time you don't even need Cricket. You take this goblin out with one okay. sm with a swift strike of your of your scimitar and continue to move, just leaving the body in your in your wake. How far are we from the place we're going, the center? Moving slowly, you're probably, you know, five or six buildings away at this point. You're, you're seeing the center, but you're still a little bit of a distance. Is there anything along the side of any of these buildings and that could potentially be climbed and mm. get on the rooftops. Roll a perception check. I'll okay. say investigate, perception or investigation, whichever one you want. Uh, they're both bad. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a 19, so 18. 18, okay. You look and indeed, not this building, but the next building um, over, you can see that there is essentially, you know, windows with, um, with, with jutting out sills that you could potentially use as footholds um, and get up onto a roof. Okay, I'm gonna turn to Cricket. Cricket, do you think you could climb this building? Uh, that is not my strong point, but I could try. Let's go, let's try it. So, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna try to, to climb up. Okay, you sneak over there and Go begin to climb up. I'll say roll an athletics check or acrobatics. Uh, let's see, fifteen. Fifteen, not an issue for you. This is this is you know easy parkour. Um, Cricket, on the other hand, is having a hard time. It's it's his height that's that's a problem at the moment. He can't get up enough to get a handhold to 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 get up onto the roof. As I'm maybe on the side before I've gotten all the way up, can I can I take my rope? Uh, and just like tie it around my waist and and hand it down to him so I can help him like so he can mm -hmm. he can help yeah yeah no with that um, that is enough to to help cricket get up to the top it takes you a couple extra moments um, but you're able to get to the top from here you now have the best vantage point that you've had on the town um, since first hearing the disturbances you look and see goblins just littering the streets. And you see walking amongst them, maybe one for every 20 goblins that there are, large brown-furred hulking creatures. Roll a, roll a nature check for me. Okay. Nature. That is an eight. You've heard of some sort of goblinoid creature um, that, is, that is much bigger and fiercer um, than goblins, but the name escapes you at the moment and you're not quite sure what these things might be. But they also seem to be the ones barking out orders. They point and goblins go that direction. And, you know, a man tries to run, you know, from the left uh, with, with a pitchfork and one of these big creatures just takes a club and crushes him. One stroke, just gone. 
they seem to be laying waste to the commoners who are doing their best to defend their town. But you're seeing as you look around different, you know, it, it's no more than three at a time commoners um, and townspeople who have either barricaded themselves behind something or are trying to shoot arrows from a window. And you're just, you know, within the span of 30 seconds, you watch one go down and then two more and then another. It, it's a losing battle. You see at one point, while a lot of the, the different little, you know, one to three, um, you know, commoners who were trying to fight back are getting knocked out. You do see, off to the south of the town, you see a little grouping beginning. You see a lot of goblins starting to go down. You see one of these larger creatures get swarmed by the commoners, and it seems as if they're starting to realize that they need to focus their, their, you know, their, their troops, uh, and, and they've begun to start pushing back against uh, the goblin raiders. So you, you see that beginning to turn the tide just a little bit off to the south, but you have now made your way essentially to the roof of the town hall. Is there any commotion happening right in that general area below? Uh, uh, you look around and you do see one goblin and then another goblin go running by. Okay. And then there's a moment and then all of a sudden you hear heavier footsteps. I'm just I'm just going to keep watching and see what happens. Okay. You watch as one of these larger figures goes walking by. But it's even bigger than the rest. Broader shoulders, another head taller, carrying both a shield and a large club and some sort of cloak over its shoulders. Most of these creatures have been, you know, loincloths and belts. Um, this one's got some sort of cloak wrapped around his shoulders. And you watch as he stands there in front of the town hall and surveys everything going on with the townspeople beginning to rally back. Um, I think I'm gonna go ahead and go down. Cricket will go with you. Um, go ahead and roll a stealth check as you're now moving. Uh, 16. Okay. You go down without any noise. Cricket follows behind you. And on the last couple of rungs, all of a sudden his foot slips. And he goes... <laughs> and you both plaster yourselves against the wall. And then the firelight is obscured. As a shape, hearing something from the alleyway, begins to make its way around the corner trying to find out what the noise may have been. Um, I'm going to grab Cricket and run towards the back. Okay. And, and try to make my way around the back of the building to see if there's a door. Okay. Back door. So you, boom, you bolt down that direction. You're running just as it's turning the corner. I will say that it does see you, but you have already basically made your way all the way down to the back of the building by the time okay. that this figure has a chance to react. So you bolt and you hear a kind of cry out after you, but you curl around the back of the building before it has a chance to attack or give pursuit or whatnot. You look and there is not a back door per se, but there is a um, basically a basement entrance. I, let's just see if it see if it's unlocked, see if we can okay. get in there. You pull at it and it the, 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 the wooden door gives a little bit, but it, it then sticks and it, there seems to be some sort of small chain kind of holding it. See if I can just crack it with my, my scimitar. Okay, so go ahead and roll uh, roll an attack. Uh, with the scimitar? Yeah, with the it'd scimitar. It'd be uh, 21. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you hit it, no problem. So go ahead and roll damage. Okay. With its AC of, like, 5. Yeah. Um, so that's, let's see. 10 points of slashing damage. 10 points is enough. I'll say, yeah, you you kind of cut down through the, the, the weak wood, um, break this little you know tiny chain from the inside, um, and the door is then whew, able to be flung open. So just going to go in. I'm not too worried about go goblins being inside. As you, point, yep, so. as you go in and pull Cricket with you, just as your head kind of disappears underneath and you lose sight of the, the town around you, you see that dark shape turn the back corner. You're not sure if he saw you go down or not, but the door is broken open. So I'm just gonna head inside and, and not turn around, not wait. You haul ass down into the basement of this town hall. Um, it's some sort of storage room. There are no torches lit. There's you know various boxes and whatnot. You have dark vision, correct? Yeah, okay. I do. You're able to see well enough to, to navigate. Cricket does not have dark vision. He is bumbling around and needing you to kind of help 
I'm, yeah, and I've kind of got him by the shoulder. I'm kind of like pulling him with me. Okay. Um, what little moonlight there was as you first went in is obscured. As you hear footsteps coming down the little stairway that you came down into the basement. Okay. There's a staircase on the other side that would go back up into, you know, probably the first floor. Um, and there's various, you know, crates and boxes and shelving that you could potentially hide behind or, or use as cover um, here in this basement. I'm gonna um, tell Cricket, like, let's, let's hide. Let's just be quiet and hide behind these things. Gotcha. So uh, I need you both to roll stealth checks. Uh, this is where it counts. <laughs> of course. Uh, five. Dang. And a six for Cricket. So the both of you dive behind uh, some crates and, and go to get yourself hidden. And the crates that you dove behind tip over as you bump to them as you went behind. And you literally find yourself standing now 10 feet away from this large imposing figure whose head just swivels and turns and looks in your direction. This giant, and it comes to you now, bugbear, standing there with a shield and a mace. And his face curls up into a smile and turns towards you. I'm going to uh, throw my hand axe at him. Okay. I will say you're not surprising him. So as you go to pull the hand axe and throw it, let's roll initiative. Okay. Ten. A ten. What is your dex bonus? It is uh, plus two. Okay. Uh, so is his. So I need a roll off. Uh, straight okay. d20. He got a ten as well with a plus two. As an eight. An eight. All right. So he beats you with a 15. Okay. And then Cricket. Natural 20 for Cricket. Nice. He will pull his hand crossbow and loose a bolt. Uh, that is going to be a miss, though, as it catches on the shield of this creature. And he will then kind of just duck back and try to find some cover as best he can, although kind of in plain sight at this point. That brings us to the bugbear captain, who bashes his uh, his mace against his shield and roars at you and bull rushes you, um, bringing this large club up and down, trying to crush in your head. Uh, that is going to be a 15 to hit. That hits. You take ooh, only seven points of piercing damage as I rolled not so great on my damage die. Uh, so this comes down and you block some of it a little bit with your with your scimitar, but you get just slammed in the head and the shoulder um, with this large mace. And you're like, holy cow, if this thing hits full force, this could be a problem. I am going to, uh, I'm going to use my fighting spirit again. Okay. So I have one more left after this. Right. Describe um, what that looks like. So I, uh, I twirl my my uh, scimitar around and I just like <sighs> and uh, and I get some extra health back and then I take a swipe at him. Okay, with advantage. Yes. Didn't really need it, but that's fine. Uh, so I got uh, that would be a twenty-three to hit. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Twenty-two to hit. Sorry. And. Come on. That'll be nine points of slashing damage. Nine points. All right. So you slash into him. Um, you get a good cut into him. Um, he kind of steps back a minute. Uh, but where normally that would have taken a goblin right out, he steps forward with a grin on his face and continues to brandish his weapon. Okay. That'll bring us to Cricket, who is going to attempt to hide... Uh, and will not be able to do so, unfortunately. Um, so he will just fire off. However, you're in melee, so... <sighs> Natural one on the attack. <sighs> Would have been sneak attack damage. So he pops up and goes to fire uh, his crossbow again. Um, however, he's trying not to hit you, and the bolt just... He, he shakes to the last minute, and the bolt goes wide. Um, he then ducks back out of the way to try to try to find some cover. That'll bring us to the bugbear. 
That is going to be, as he raises his club and brings it down again, that is a 16 to hit. That hits. Couldn't have gotten the one on the bugbear. <laughs> um, that is going to be 12 points of piercing damage as okay. one of the spiked edges of this club comes down and smashes into you. Not good. He then just continues to to look at you and he, he the eye does turn towards the, the halfling who's been firing at him and he kind of just, I'm coming for you next. And he speaks in common now um, as he looks over at Cricket. I'm gonna go ahead and use my other fighting spirit. Okay. My, my roar is not quite as uh, <laughs> enthusiastic this time, but but uh, yeah. So, and then gonna attack him again. Okay. Two 19s. All right. Um, so that, yeah, that. That hits, yes it does. Okay. And another nine points of slashing damage. Okay. You slash into him again, you cut him deep, he steps back, looking pretty hurt now, blood kind of coming out from the wounds. Um, he grimaces at that one. Uh, you seem to have gotten him. Um, however, he still comes back at you. Okay. He raises the club and brings it down again with a natural 20. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. 24 points of yep. piercing damage. I'm down, but I uh, my I have relentless endurance. You do. Um, so I'm gonna use that. So I am not knocked out. As you hit the floor and your vision begins to, to blur from you and you begin to, to go unconscious, you dig deep, calling upon both your, your, your fighting heritage and your half-orc blood and will yourself back to one hit point, prone on the ground, as you look and see the heels of your enemy turn and begin to approach this halfling who was part of your charge of protection. Okay, um, I'm gonna come up behind him and would I be flanking him at this point or is he not quite that far? I would say roll a stealth check. I, okay. I wanna see whether or not he notices you getting back up. 15. You, you you stand to your feet and you begin to approach him and his eyes are just locked in on Cricket. He finishes his movement. You flank him. You have advantage. Sweet. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and attack him. Not good. Not good. Uh, so it'd be a 13 to hit. 13 misses. Yeah. The cloak that he's wearing is surprisingly thick and heavy, and you, you expect to be able to just slash against him, and you come away with more fabric than anything else. Um, it kind of obscured your, your shot, and you're still weak. He doesn't even turn to notice you, but Cricket pulls his short sword and stabs it up at the bugbear as he approaches to try and defend himself. He hits with a natural 18. Does seven points of damage. And the bugbear grabs his side as this, this tiny halfling sword has stuck up through his ribs. Um, he's not down, but he's looking really rough. That brings us to the bugbear who raises his club and brings it down and hits with a 19 on to Cricket. You watch as the club comes down cracks into Cricket's head and shoulder, and Cricket crumples to the floor, motionless. And the bugbear's head turns back towards you, and you just hear him say, I thought I killed you already. You're gonna have to do it again. And I swipe at him again with a 23 to hit. That hits, roll damage. <laughs> Uh, that was the lowest possible damage, but it's a uh, five. Gamorg, as you bring your scimitar up, saying that you, he'll have to kill you one more time, how would you like to kill your adversary? I bring it up over my head, and I just like, as if I'm high enough, I don't know if I'm tall enough, but I'm gonna just try to like 
go right into this guy's face. You're a tall half-orc, and he still stands a little bit taller than you. Uh, but you do have enough reach to bring it up. And as he's turning and looking and grimacing and, and starting to form words for some other, you know, haughty retort, the blade is just almost as if, you know, a jump cut in a film, just there, right in his face. And all of a sudden you feel the weight of it as he as his legs buckle out from underneath him and he falls to the ground. Um, I'm going to go over to Cricket and see if I can help him at all, stabilize him. Okay. Um, roll a medicine check. Uh, uh, five. Another five. Okay. You are unable on the first round to figure out what to do. There's so much blood. The wound is so large. Um, you, you just you fumble trying to figure out what to do. Cricket fails his first death saving throw. Um, okay. You can roll another medicine saving or med medicine okay. check if you want. Same roll. All right. Okay. Uh, he Get does the bleeding. Dice. He 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 seems to be holding on. You hear breath just a little bit. He he passes his second death save. So we okay. can go again. That is a 12. A 12. With a 12, you finally, after fumbling for a moment, find some rags um, and are able to kind of press the bleeding and, and stabilize him. Um, he's not conscious, but he doesn't seem to have passed from his wounds yet. You don't know how long that might last. Okay. I'm going to um, take some of the boxes that were stacked up and move them over to where he is so he's hidden behind the boxes. Okay. And then um, I'm going to go up the stairs into the town hall. Okay. You make your way up and you open the door and there's kind of a kind of a general room with a couple different tables. Um, there's a jail cell on one side. Um, you know, it, it seems to be kind of like a multi-purpose type, type space um, for both law and order um, and general business. Um, and because you're coming up from behind, you actually see cowered behind one of the desks um, a small gnomish man who is just kind of shaking and he's got, you know, kind of these long gray mutton chops, um, little spectacles at the end of his nose and he's just kind of shaking and, and looking out over the corner of the desk trying to see through the front door to see if anyone might be coming. So I'm gonna, so I don't scare this guy, I'm gonna kind of like, psst, across the room. Okay. To get his attention. Yeah, he, I mean, you try not to scare him. Uh, he, he, and like jumps and actually smacks his head against the, the desk a little bit and turns around. He's got this tiny dagger that you now see and he just kind of like holds it in front of him. Uh, it's okay, it's okay. I, I, I'm, I'm your friend. I'm Gmorg. I'm, I'm, I was uh, the bodyguard for the shipment. Where's Cricket? He's down in the basement and he's hurt very bad. We, we need to get him help. Uh, uh, I, uh, does he have it? The wagon is outside of town. We weren't able not, to bring not it the in. the wagon? No, the, the, the note. The note. I don't know. I He's down there. Uh, I didn't ask He kind of runs past you and begins to down with his little feet. Um, and you just hear a ah! shriek as he comes down. And, and you look now and he's like standing there like freaking out over the huge dead bugbear that's in his basement um, <laughs> as well. Yeah, we killed that thing for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, uh, and he kind of goes over and starts to, oh, cricket, oh, friend, and begins to kind of, like, sort of gently try to, like, you know, like, caress his hair or something, like, you know, kind of, like, you know, brush the blood away and everything, um, but then immediately begins to, like, rummage through his pockets, um, and after a moment, all of a sudden, you see him come out from the breast pocket with a little scroll, um, very tiny little thing wrapped in some twine, he kind of... I hope this was worth it. Can you can you get him help? I, I maybe there's a lot going on in the town. Um, is it? Do you have any any uh, medicine, healing potions, anything? Uh, I will do what I can. I'm not a healer, but I have a tonic or two upstairs uh, that I use for, for for myself from time to time. Um. And he like listens and you can hear more commotion happening up, you know, just because this bugbear's dead doesn't mean that the, that the fight is over yet. Um, and he's like, can you, can you help us? 
I can. I uh, I'm very hurt, uh, but but I would love to help you if I can get some get some kind of help for uh, myself. I can I can go back out there. I I, I don't have any any potions or, or medicine, but if you can if you can help us in our time of need, good sir. Uh, <laughs> I have one point of <laughs> I have one HP. Um, I'm about to die, <laughs> but um. I, I'll do what I can. Uh, what what is what is this scroll that that oh. I mean? Is there something there that that can help us? Not not in this moment, but if this survives, it it, it could help quite a number of people. So I'm gonna from the rooftop. I'm just gonna kind of survey what's going on down there in the in the center. It looks as if the town people have have been able to cut away some of the goblins. You see more of these bugbears that are dead. It's it's fairly evenly matched at the moment, and you see the the goblins and the people you know just engaged in a pitched battle, um, and it, you can't quite tell who might win. But you have the goblins' backs; they don't know you're there. How many are there? You look and you see about seven at the moment, and one one other of these bugbears, not as big as the guy before, but the townspeople are already engaged, and you see them, you know, they're they're hitting them, they're getting hit back. Okay, um, and that's all the fighting is pretty much happening right There's there. a skirmish or two happening. You can hear things, but they, it's hard to tell, and it seems as if most of it is congregated here. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back down. Uh, down and all the way down to the ground. Okay, you rush your way down into the streets. I'm going to run as stealthily as I can. Okay. Um, just straight towards these goblins' backs. Okay, roll a stealth check. Uh, 10. A 10? They don't seem to notice you. They're they're pitched in battle right now. Um, and you make your way up to melee range if you want without any of them clocking you. So I'm gonna put my my uh, double-bladed scimitar on my back as I'm running. And then I, I draw my short sword and a hand ax and just like take off towards these guys. Okay. You come up upon the first goblin and this first one, I'll give you the attack and then we'll roll initiative. So okay. you'll get your attack with your, your your first weapon and your second weapon um, will will be your bonus action. Can I be in a spot where I could hit one with one attack and one with the bonus attack? You can, yep. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Uh, so I'm gonna hit the first one with my short sword. And that is a 23 to hit. That hits, roll damage. Uh, that is seven points of damage. Seven points, you take one, the first goblin down and he falls and drops uh, as he was standing there fighting one of the men across from him. And then I'm gonna swipe at the other one with my hand axe. Um, and that is, I don't add the bonus to the damage, right? Correct, you, okay. you yeah, you don't add the, okay. the bonus. But the bonus to the attack, I can't. Correct, the, the to hit is the same, but the damage is just straight die. Yeah, I got you. Okay, and that's a 15 to hit. That just hits. And then he takes three points of slashing damage. Three points of slashing damage. That one doesn't quite go down, but you cut in against it, and you watch as in that moment of it, like, shrieking and turning around to figure out where you are, this gnome across from it that he was fighting, like, pokes up with, with a wooden stake that he's fashioned into a spear, and right through the throat, and that goblin drops. And then I'm going to just, like, hold my weapons up and be like, Kill him, guys! All right. The townsfolk, now seeing you kind of come in and take out two of their adversaries, rally a little bit, and they're going to make some attacks. Natural 20, natural 16, natural 2, natural 10, natural 20. So three of the five attacks will hit. Two of the goblins that they attack, you know, get poked and, and stabbed with something, um, but only take superficial wounds. One of the goblins... Um, that they were facing does go down uh, the goblins turn some of them are going to continue attacking the townspeople and one of them hits with a natural 20 and takes out one of the townspeople uh, they go down uh, the bugbear is also going to attack a townsperson and takes him out as well so there are four goblins remaining along with a bugbear there are three townspeople remaining as well. 
and you, and it is your turn. The bugbear is to your right. I'm going to go left. Okay. <laughs> um, and kind of position myself in between the two so I can get... Yep, so there's two more off. goblins on that side um, that you can, you yeah. can go for. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't have any more of my bonuses. I use them all up, so I'm just going to do an attack. Mm -hmm. uh, so short sword first. Uh, that is an 11. 11 misses. You get in position and, and, and you swing wide over top of its head. And then with the other one, the hand axe, that'll be an 18. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. That is nine points of slashing damage. Were you adding your bonuses? Because that's your offhand attack. Oh, no, I didn't do that. So six. Six points, six of, points of damage. That combined with the damage that it had already taken from the townsperson is enough to take it out. Um, so one of the goblins is still in your face, um, but one of them is is dead at your feet. That brings us back to the townspeople. The three remaining ones will take attacks. And one of the three hits and does some damage to the bugbear um, as they're trying to stab back at them with their makeshift weapons. That brings us to the goblins. The one facing off against you is going to attack. Uh, that is an 11, though, so I believe that misses. That misses. Okay, yeah. so he stabs towards you and misses you. The bugbear takes out, yep, takes out yet another townsperson. There are two townspeople left. Goblin misses and goblin hits. And a second townsperson is down. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna attack. Hopefully, kill uh, <laughs> the other guy. Okay. Um. The twenty-two. That hits with my short sword. And that is six points of piercing damage. He's gone. Two okay. goblins and a bugbear left. Okay. Um. Do I see any other townspeople around? Make a quick perception check. I'll give this okay. this to you as a freebie. Okay. Uh, 16. 16? Yeah. There's like three or four townspeople that are kind of scattered. Um, one, two of them are, are engaged with a goblin, but they seem to like have it under control and like driving him to the ground. And another one has just killed a goblin off to the other side. I'm going to yell, uh, help me kill the bugbear. And then, yeah, that's all. Okay. Roll a persuasion check. I'll say with advantage. <laughs> okay. With Thanks. advantage. <laughs> uh, I don't think I have good... Oh, no, I have... Yeah, so that's a uh, 15. 15? Okay, we'll see what they do on their turn. That brings us to the townspeople. The ones that were within earshot do hear you and see that the tide is turning a little bit and that their one compatriot is now surrounded by many enemies and begin to rush that direction. Um, they don't get attacks in, but they do manage to join the fray here on cool. their turn using dash. Cool. All right, that brings us to the one townsperson who is left standing there. Uh, he hits a goblin. And good for him, he takes one of them out. So, maybe his last act if he does take out a <laughs> goblin. As now the last goblin attacks him and misses. The bugbear misses as well with a natural two. So, the, the bugbear and the remaining goblin are, are distracted by all these other townspeople coming in and they, they try to swing at the one they were trying to finish off and don't quite connect with him. I'm gonna go straight for the bugbear. All right. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do both attacks at him. So starting with the short sword. Man. Uh, that'll be 13 to hit. 13 misses. Yeah. And then with the hand axe, natural 20. Natural 20. All right. So you'll, you won't roll, add your bonuses, but you will double the die. Um, so that's four. Four points. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, you get a good shot in with the hand axe, not enough to down him, um, but he's already taken a good amount of damage from the rest of the, the combat and he's looking pretty hurt. That brings us to the town people. They will begin their... And all four of them hit. Yep. Um, that is enough to kill the last goblin. 
and to bring that last bugbear, he's down to his last breath. He swings wildly on his turn, missing everybody with a natural two, just, just goes wide. And he's there now surrounded as you step up Gamorg and look him in the eye. And what do you do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna attack him. I got two. I, All right. Surely I can do this. All right, so short sword is uh, 21 that to hits. hit. And that'll be nine points of slashing damage. Nine points of damage. With that, as the townspeople are stabbing into and trying to bring this beast down that's been attacking their town that has slaughtered so many of them, you, Gamork, step up and drive your short sword into him one last time, and this, this big foul beast just topples over. And everything goes eerily silent in the town as the shouting stops. And I just, like... Uh, hold up my my short sword and just Hoo-ah! roll a roll a charisma check for me. <laughs> um, uh, that is a twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, the, the whole town's like yeah, and they begin to cheer and shout and 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 join in you with you in uh, celebrating their victory. The town begins, after that moment of of exuberance, the realization of the dead and the destruction of the little town of Drewcaster is starting to sink in. Um, this This was a devastating attack and raid on their town. And they begin to pick through the dead. You hear the cries of people who are collecting, you know, loved ones who have been slain. Uh, I'm gonna go back into the uh, the town hall. Cricket is sitting there, conscious. Um, the little gnome is like got a little cup of tea that he's feeding him, um, and he's like, "There you go, there you go." And uh, Cricket's like, "Yeah, thanks." And uh, he sees you come in, and his eyes kind of meet you. He's like, <laughs> "You kept me alive, just barely, <laughs> just barely." Thank you. That's what I'm here for. Is the town secure? As far as I can tell, I don't think there are any more goblins or whatever those other things were. Bugbears. You've done a good service. What I was carrying was important. Is any chance I could find out what that is? <laughs> I'm afraid you haven't done that much of a service, Sellsword. <laughs> I'll right. tell you what. I'll tell you what. I've got a, uh, I've got a friend named Jasper. It's a bit of a hike from here. Is down in the town of Ferrith, which is in what used to be Rotorfell. But if you can make your way there, I'll send my recommendation, and he'll have plenty of work for someone with your capabilities. All right, sounds good. Thank you. And I, uh, I take out the fish that I was whittling, and I throw it to him. He catches it, and he goes, "All right, the uh, he said it was an elephant." Well, it's actually a fish now. Oh. Sure. <laughs> hey, thank you. No problem. All right. And I turn around and walk out. <laughs> In the middle of the night, <laughs> without a trace, Gamorg leaves the town. And a uh, tumbleweed goes across the <laughs> Yes, <street>. exactly. 